Hello, we are Becky and Gabby, your micropolitan matchmakers, coming at you every Thursday to help you find big love in your small town. Each week, we'll cover everything from dating advice, dating love stories, and horror stories, interviews with other dating experts, and much more, all from the lens of dating in a small to medium-sized micropolitan region. Oh, hey, friends, and happy Thursday. (laughs) We are sorry that we had to miss you last week. We had a little bit of illness between the two of us, non-COVID, but just not feeling great. I think mine was allergies, but but we're back and we're energized. I got a really good sleep last night, so this is going to be a great episode. (laughs) I had a really good sleep, and now I'm drinking alcohol, so it's going to (laughs) be... Touche, same. (laughs) Well, and before we introduce our fantastic and exciting, wonderful guests, um, I think it might not be my turn, but I'm going to take one for the team. I had a good heart take today, so Gabby's going to let me do two in a row, and I'll make sure she does one next episode. But... I just did a little audit of my drawers, literally literally and figuratively, and decided <laughs> that um, I needed a little bit of a boost. And so my heart take this week, and whatever this means or looks like for you, but I think um, having either lingerie, pajamas, under things like things that maybe not everyone is seeing, but that make you feel really good, really sexy this is like such a huge game changer. So um, for me, I decided that my stuff was tired. I just needed an overhaul of pajamas and like underwear and all of that fun stuff. And I found, um, I'd been looking at Savage by Fenty like forever um, and like got very influenced by a lot of the stuff on the Instagrams. And so I took a look at the site and it's structured very much like Fabletics, which I'd done before where you like, they do the monthly charge and then you're sort of like in the club and you get deals on things. And man, I like got a haul and the stuff is so great. It's like body inclusive. What I loved about the website was that you could shop and see Um, the different things that you were looking at on like all different sized bodies, which was really cool because then you get a very strong sense of like how it's going to look on you. And I got my first shipment and it was just all like really fun stuff. So maybe a tad bit TMI, but you know, we like to live dangerously on micropolitan matchmakers. And I do think it's an important thing to have to like, if you wear something a little sassy on a date, even if no one's going to see it, it just gives you an extra little boost of confidence. Yeah. And even if you're going through a single spree where, you know, you're just riding solo for a while, it's still nice to keep yourself feeling a little sexy and fresh, you know? It really is. And I really like the, the pajama part of it for me too was huge. Just like what you sleep in. And it doesn't even have to be like super sexy. Like I actually got some little like short sleeve and shorts combos. It's not like a revealing thing. It's just very soft. It's very comfy. It's like lightweight because it's summertime and it's hot. And it's so much nicer than sleeping in like the old ratty, like pajama pants I've had since college. And like, (laughs) yeah. I've had since seventh grade. I'm not even kidding. And there is something comforting in that too, but I don't know. I think I just like, I sleep better when I'm like, oh, fresh and clean. And you put on those nice soft PJs and it's just like, it's a whole yeah. thing. So, so I am a big fan. Monthly, did you do the monthly subscription? What does that look like? I love I think, the monthly subscription. Well, and what's nice about it is you can pause or skip anytime. So they charge, you can um, skip a month between the first and fifth of the month. So I just like set an alarm on my phone if I don't want it that month. Um, and they charge forty nine ninety five a month. But all of that is like credit toward whatever you 
want from the site. And so like you get special deals. Um, and I like, I, I mean, I did kind of like the new member hall where like everything was discounted. So I got a ton of stuff at half off, which was pretty cool. Um, but then like, if you get, if you have the $50 charged to your card, for anyone that's done Fabletics, which I think has a little bit larger of a following, it's structured exactly the same. You use that forty nine ninety five toward merchandise that you want in the shop, and then you get everything at a discount. So it's, I don't know, it's really nice. Also, this uh, Savage by Fenty is Rihanna's line. Yes. So just FYI, in case you forgot the name for a second, just Google Rihanna's Rihanna, and it'll come up. <laughs> So, I was going to say, I actually told someone I was in a coaching appointment and was talking about it. And I was like, Google Rihanna underwear. And then I was like, maybe don't Google Rihanna underwear. That might... You might see some uh, fun stuff if you Google that too, though. You know what I'm might lead you to some weird oh, dark places on the internet. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Keep it, keep it, keep it cute. Even if you're single. <laughs> so that is a great, probably weird segue for them to be introduced. But I am very excited to introduce our two guests on the podcast today, Danielle and Brendan. And aside from the fact that these two individuals are beautiful people on their own, they are now a couple and they met through Micropolitan Matchmakers. So welcome. (laughs) Hey, guys. Cheers to us, really. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers to the Micropolitan Matchmakers, okay? We're just drinking water back here, but uh, (laughs) that's okay. Welcome. Thank you. So how I want to start first, there are a billion questions I want to ask, but I just kind of want you guys to start from the beginning and talk about how you became involved with, well, what used to be Capital Heart Connection. um, And then now we are Micropolitan Matchmakers, but how you both kind of came to familiarize yourself with our business and what the meat meat story was uh sure do you want me to start since i had the profile or yeah. so um i've been single for a while for, uh at that point in time and becky and i knew each other from previous jobs that each of us had had and uh i saw a post either on her facebook or instagram talking about creating this group and i really wasn't having much luck of any kind with the the usual apps Mm -hmm. uh and i thought well maybe i'll do better meeting people in person and just trying to do some kind of low-key not uh high stakes uh meeting people in person in social events and uh then you guys decide to start doing your single of the weeks uh program on your website uh and i decided why not i'll just sort of, uh, as you guys like to always say, to shoot my shot and see what would happen. And uh, I think that that's when this one saw me and decided that she would slide into my DMs. She was like, that's my man's right here. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so Danielle, yeah, what, what stuck out about Brendan? What made you want to shoot your shot? Yeah, so I saw his, you know, profile highlighted on your Instagram page, and then I went and checked out a little bit more on your website. And then when I saw his profile, like just a lot of things that he was interested in just sounded nice. I mean, it sounded like things that a lot of people would say that they're interested in, like, I like going to art galleries and stuff. (laughs) But like, I've since found out he actually does. So (laughs) (laughs) great. Um, But but yeah, then, you know, 
I did a little like you know virtual stalking and was like, oh, we actually have friends in common. We we know a lot of people like between us, and so it so that you know kind of like was like okay, well if, if he has a lot of mutual friends as me, then I'll you know at least reach out to him. So like he said, I slid into his DMs and was kind of like, hey, you know, I don't know if you just want to like chat a little bit, text a little bit, and then maybe from there just kind of meet up. And <gasps> did you? Did you ask any of those mutual friends or did you just like about him at all? Or did you just think, all right, well, if they're friends, this guy must be okay. Yeah. I know I asked some people. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And he I just, yeah. I love to clarify because I think like some people are afraid to do that, but that's kind of the, like, if you think about dating before all of the apps kind of got in the way, like that's a lot of how people found each other was mm -hmm. through friends and through networks. And so I think it's perfectly normal. And I'm glad that yeah. we're talking about that. Yeah. And I ended up doing the same thing as well. Um, once I looked at her Instagram and Facebook, it's like, like 50, 60 people in common. And there's first the question <laughs> of like, how have we never met before right. uh, with all the, all these different overlaps? Cause it's not even from like the same social circles it'd be like, oh, well, I know this person from this old job and this person from this current job. And she somehow knows the two of them together. And <laughs> as far as I know, they don't know each other. So how did this work out? Anyways, um, so I did a little bit of my own kind of vetting and background checking as well, just to be sure as it was going on. And, you know, it's all worked out great. That's awesome. And how long ago was this about? Yeah, we met, um, well, we started chatting uh, in early November, so early November 2021, and then we, like, actually met for our first date like, about a month later in December. So. What was your first date? <laughs> uh, well, we did, I did the thing that most people say not to do, and I came to his house, and he made dinner, so. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> but also, you had mutual friends, like, I. Exactly. That, that, yeah. that yeah. And we had been chatting for a month, so it wasn't yeah, like a complete 100% stranger going to their place on the very first date. Um, but yeah, we so I, I cooked a dinner and we watched a movie. What did you cook? I love like I love when a man puts it all out there on a first date. Uh, so I over the pandemic, I started making this kind of like a shish kebab dinner for myself. Um, so my uh i got a cool like sort of shish kebab set at a uh flea market for like three bucks and then awesome. it just made like some uh marinated beef tips and some tomato and onions and peppers and oh. I think some pineapple too mm -hmm. cooked a little rice on the side as well that yeah. sounds awesome really good. yeah and you know impressive too like he cooks great yes. <laughs> that's so nice um so Brendan, you said that you were single for a little while before you engaged with what, you know, Micropolitan Matchmakers. Danielle, mm -hmm. what about you? Like, what brought you to um, Micropolitan Matchmakers and what had your dating looked like prior to before meeting Brendan? Yeah, so I had just gotten out of an 11 year relationship. Um, like, actually, it's been about a year now, um, a little over a year. And, you know, I waited, you know, I waited, you know, several months, you know, I'd kind of like until I was really ready um, to get out there. And that's kind of what I liked personally about like your singles of the week where at that point where it, 
I could just like very easily look at folks. I wasn't signing up for any apps. I had kind of like made that decision like early on where like I, I felt like I knew enough people where I shouldn't have to like go to an app <laughs> to like find somebody. So I just kind of felt like in between, you know, between all my networks and whatnot, like I should be able to find somebody. And then luckily I asked quasi know you too. And I knew that you had created this, you know, organization business. And I'm glad that I started looking. So, cause yeah, <laughs> Us too. well, and, um, Danielle, I think not that I want to take away from the, the love story, but like the healing journey that mm. happened before you came here, I think is yeah. really an important part of it. Can you talk yeah. about some of the things that you did to get to that place where you did feel ready? Cause 11 years yeah. is significant. That's a yeah. long time. No, definitely. Honestly, like, I feel like you could do a whole podcast just about like getting out of a long-term relationship and what that takes. So um, so, cause I was the one that ended the relationship and, and that's, it, it was hard. Um, you know, cause I, I do, you know, I, I loved him, you know, we were together for so long and we, you know, we had pets together. We'd been, you know, we'd lived in a couple of places together. Um, but yeah, I just kind of got to the point where I knew that it was not going to work out long-term. And then I just, I had to end it unfortunately. So and he's, I think we're both in, I think we are both in better places now. Like we're still on talking terms. We're, you know, getting to the point where we can be friends again. So that's good. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I go to therapy, like, honestly, I, I don't know if I would have had the courage to do it if I hadn't been going to therapy for like about a year before I, I broke up, you know, with my ex. So, wow. and then also going to my therapist, um, I go uh, twice a month, like just kind of building up the courage again, like talking with her, going over everything, just kind of like going through a lot of, you know, everything going on in my head to then be able to find somebody. So yeah, it was definitely a process. I love that you said that. And I know we've said it before and I think it's been a heart take a couple of times, but Gabby and I are huge, huge proponents of therapy. And even myself as a dating coach, I was actually just having this conversation the other day that coaching and therapy are very different and both very, um, helpful tools to have in your toolbox, but, you know, therapy to deal with previous trauma and like looking back at things and, and kind of analyzing how to work through it, how to feel your feelings and let them move through. I mean, there's just mm -hmm. so much to it. And I think everybody has some, like, I, I'm just glad that we're having conversations more so about therapy because we could all use it. Even people who consider themselves to be extremely, you know, well-adjusted and positive people. There's just all always something that we can get out of therapy, especially once you find a therapist that really works for you. Yeah, I completely agree. And I have, so I haven't been in uh, to see a therapist in quite some time just because of, you know, co-pays that were far too high for me to be able to really afford it and things like that. But uh, I had my own really bad, incredibly toxic relationship years ago, and it took me a long time to be able to recover from that. But one of the things that helped me was just trying to remember all the different lessons and tools that I learned when I was actively in therapy and just trying to sort of re-coach and retrain myself through through all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Man, access and insurance and all of that is such a, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's but podcast I completely agree with you that that's, it's an unfortunate side effect of how our society handles this, but it's great that you were able to take those long-term lessons to it. And that's what I mean about it being a toolbox is like, you're going to take things away that will stay with you for the rest of your life. And it sounds like that's really what, what you were able to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. 
And kind of just circling back on, you know, how Danielle felt comfortable to reach out to Brendan via the website, you know, and be able to kind of like sit back on it, think about it, do some research, talk to mutual friends. I think that's what I love about what we do so much is it's a very personalized, but also in a super comfortable, safe way that allows people to inch up at the speed they feel ready. You know, Danielle, you might not have felt ready to necessarily come to one of our singles events and, you know, chat with other singles, but it's cool to have that resource where we had singles of the week. And you know what? We should bring singles of the week back. I, yeah. I, yeah. We're bringing it back because I think that's so, and what we try to do too is create an inclusive environment for people of all abilities and to have access, you know, all different types of access um, points for people to engage in our community. And I think having a virtual place where you can learn about other single people without necessarily like being face to face or um, like bringing yourself to an event if you don't feel comfortable or you're unable to do that. I think that's a really good safe place to be. And I think we should bring it back to Becky. I love it. I mean, we certainly, it's like another, we have a great uh, free database and maybe that's where we could tap some of our singles of the week from. Cause I think we originally sunset that a little bit because we're actively doing paid matchmaking now, but I think there's a way, like you said, to kind of weave it all together for sure. Yes. So um, have you guys in your peer circles, have you recommended micropolitan matchmakers to other yeah. people? You have. I just did today. Yeah. So I was talking with a friend of mine today and she said that she then went on your site and I think she already signed up for a consultation. So, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. I did speak to someone, you know, Danielle, not last week, but I think the week before. So thank oh, you. Cool. I'm so excited. Nice. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. uh, so, I, was, go ahead. Oh, so I was just going to say, I mentioned it a few times when you guys were still Cat Heart Connect. Uh, just sort of mentioning to some other single friends of mine, like, hey, look, there's they do events in different areas. It's pretty fun. It's pretty low key and not uh, a lot of pressure behind it. Just uh, go to the ball game or whatever you guys were, were going to do. Um, and we are going to do a ball game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Well, and I love to kind of talking about that friend thing, but it's always interesting. And I know like, one of the big things I would see on apps when I was on them previously is like, we'll lie, like willing to lie about how we met. Like, did you guys share how you met? Like what? I, Cause I think this is kind of a meet cute. It's different from online dating. I think it's a good story, but like, what did your friends say when you like tell the story of how you guys met and came to be? Uh, generally people have been really positive and, uh, I guess kind of pleasantly surprised about it because like they didn't know there was a local mm -hmm. matchmaking or dating service that mm -hmm. was catered to more in-person experiences rather than just swiping or okay cupid or what have you um it has i think what's been most interesting in terms of the responses is when we've both told our respective parents how it worked out <laughs> i feel like i want to hear both of those stories <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't really remember, like, <laughs> your parents seemed, like, kind of intrigued by it, but uh, uh, I think my mom's reaction was probably the funniest when you were telling her when uh, I first brought you up to meet them. 
feel like her reaction was. <laughs> she, I, what, that she slid into your DMs? Is that how you phrase it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't put it quite like that, but uh, Danielle mentioned like, oh, I saw Brendan's profile on this website and he's listed as a single of the week. And she did kind of the classic mom response of like, oh, I'm surprised he could be considered a single of the week. Like, thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those kind of like passive aggressive burns that only a mom can do. Oh, man. He's like, I was helping her with like bitches afterward or like after dinner. Or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> Just when you're feeling a little too big for your britches, you're like, yeah, I was single of the week and I met a lady. And yeah, mom's got to just give you that little dose of. <laughs> And that's why so many of us are in therapy. It all goes back. Exactly. Our parents. (laughs) So do you guys have anything like fun planned for the summer? Like I always see you guys doing all this. You guys do a lot. Yeah. Like, do you have anything coming up that's super fun? Like, what do you love to do together? And are you looking forward to anything as a couple? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like one thing I've really enjoyed doing with Brendan so far is, is I do enjoy hiking and he's luckily been up for going on some hikes already, <laughs> including like towards the beginning of our relationship, we did like a six mile like snowshoe that was pretty cold. Like I have to admit, like getting out of the car, like when we did it with a group of friends, like it, it was freezing, literally yeah. below freezing. <laughs> and he did it for six miles. Wow. <laughs> I did it. And then, a trooper. I, and then I drank and ate a lot of really hot food after that. Um, As one does. That's the whole purpose of going on any hike is the the beers and good food that follow, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I just, I've always liked and appreciated that uh, you know, Danielle has a passionate and interest in doing these different activities, whether it's going on a hike or meeting up with some friends for drinks or a semi-regular trivia uh, night with some people and that sort of thing. And um, I generally am pretty good at just kind of like hanging back and just sort of staying at home or whatever. But then, but if someone brings an idea to me, I'm usually more than game to go along and tag along and have some fun, but I don't always come up with those things uh, on my own firsthand so that's the fact that she's kind of like been not dragging me out but you know asking me inviting me to go out and meet a bunch of her friends that are now becoming friends of mine as well and doing these different activities has been a lot of fun I love that. I feel like there's always a planner in every relationship and it's good if like one is a planner and one is not because then no one's like fighting to figure out what we're gonna do so it sounds like you're very well matched on that front yeah i mean i've planned some things i just my my plans are usually like hey you want to go see this movie or or what or something like that and she's like hey i want to do this hike this weekend (laughs) yeah that's good that's that's healthy i think it's it's cool to be able to be up for kind of game or anything you know, mm-hmm. that's so, so um, I, I have one final question that I'd love to ask. What is your favorite thing about one another? Oh, I love that. One at a time, one at a time. What's your um, favorite thing about the other person? Yeah, I mean, one of the things I really do in, 
you know, love is that you are up for a lot of things that you do let me get you out of your comfort zone. So, and he's like, so we've been doing a lot with my family lately too. Um, so like we went to my sister's wedding a couple of weeks ago, we did like father's day stuff together with my family, which was great. He's been really great with my family. And I really like, my family is very important to me. So, mm -hmm. so that's really like, I've really appreciated that. Uh, I, kind of similar with, with Danielle is I think she, I really appreciate how much she's willing to kind of go along for the ride or go along for the adventure of, uh, checking out some of the different things that I'm passionate about that, like, you know, I'm kind of a big nerd about a bunch of different things. And she's <laughs> been like, not judgmental about it. It's like, okay, let's, let's get to tell me a little bit more about this and I'll do my best to not give her like a five hour long dissertation on why professional wrestling is really cool and you should learn more about it but she, but she will like be really nice enough to tag along and like uh go to see Mick Foley in person with me or something like that you know I love yeah. that. I was going to say he hadn't mentioned he was like going he was like things I'm passionate about. I'm like I'm going to say wrestling because <laughs> it was wrestling and I love it. it's not just wrestling, but yeah, it's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just funny how he mentioned like a five hour dissertation because I think the first like pay per view thing we watched together was like five hours long. <laughs> yeah, that one was. <laughs> counting. He's like, yes, but I didn't talk to. Him. <laughs> I wasn't the one that you would have that's, listened that's to. That's why I don't feel bad about bringing him on long hikes now. Like, well, yeah. She made me. <laughs> yeah, she made me snowshoe <laughs> through freezing cold temperatures in the backwoods, and I had her sit on a couch for five hours. I mean, that's. <laughs> it's all. It's all about balance. Well. Exactly. Like I do have one other question too, actually, and this, maybe I should have asked this a little bit earlier, but I know a lot of people, especially the singles that listen to our um, podcast are always interested in like the origin story. So you kind of talked about how you met in that early stage, but when you took the relationship to an official level, like how did that conversation go? Like what made you decide to be exclusive and like, you know, who brought that up first and what did that conversation look like? Uh, so it was pretty much like right after the first date. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. since we've been chatting, you know, talking, texting for like a month or so. And then I, I think we kind of both were like, well, if the first date goes really well, then, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> yeah. So we messaged each other the next day afterwards. And it's like, you know, I had a really great time. Yeah, I did too. Um, do we want to put a name or on this or anything like that? And we both kind of agreed basically that, yeah, we can, let's, you know, test this out and let's sort of make it official and be uh, exclusive. Yeah. And then I remember asking like, so are we, are we going to do boyfriend, girlfriend? Are we partners? Like what, what's the terminology going to be exactly? And, and we decided, you know, it was at that point too early for like partners or something. So we we're like, yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend. And, and we met, you know, through, you know, matchmaking, a local matchmaking site. So. Oh, <laughs> happy. I know my heart is just like bursting. I love it so much. 
so excited for you guys and we're so happy that you were able to come and share your story with us and despite the fact that neither of you are single we hope that you'll still you know show up at some of our events maybe and, and do some stuff and, and maybe help us i was gonna say you can be a wing you can be wing people that's i think that's yeah. always helpful yes our designated wing my people. Friends out. like my son i have single friends i'm like i can still be your wing person if yeah. you need to. Oh, that would be so fun we actually on july 1st um that evening we are becky you you are involved in the setup so you talk about it yeah bit. i'm actually really excited and i think you guys both might know that this is going on but the albany symphony is doing their trailblaze new york um, music festival and so they're doing free outdoor concerts um all across the region um there was one actually this past weekend at hutton brickyards down in kingston um the one in schenectady is coming up on july 1st there's one in albany so it's this really great kind of traveling music festival and i've been on the task force for putting it on so i asked if we could be considered a vendor and Gabby and I are getting a tent for the Schenectady one and uh, we're going to have a meetup beforehand, do a little bit of uh, structured matchmaking fun, have some like question and answers um, and some structured mingling so everyone can get a chance to talk to everyone and then come concert time, we'll all go down and sit and watch the show together and there will be fireworks because it's the weekend of the fourth. So that will be a fun one. And I know there will be all sorts of stuff on site, including um craft beer. So that will be a good time. It's down at, for those who are local and listening and want to join us, that's down at Mohawk Harbor in Schenectady, right off of Erie Boulevard. Yeah, maybe right. you guys. So, so if you want to pop by and be an inspiration to all the singles. <laughs> I think we're going to a wedding that weekend. Yeah, yeah I think we Actually, have another wedding date. Yet another I, one of our mutual connections. I was yeah. going to say, I will be at that wedding. I'm just not going for the Friday night because I'm on the committee for that event. So yeah. I'll have to tell you all about it when yeah, I see yeah. the wedding on Saturday. That's so funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much and good luck with everything. And we're so happy for you. And we hope yeah, you'll stay you in touch much. with us. Thank you Thanks so much, guys. We posted about another event. Maybe we can uh, do uh, help you guys out for a different one. Love we're it. going to the Valley Cats on August 6th. So I'll keep you posted if you want to come out to the ball game for that. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Like us, follow us on all of the things, and we will see you next Thursday on Micropolitan Matchmakers. Bye! Bye.